This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hi, I'm Joyce Teo. Welcome to Health Check. The United Nations has warned that COVID-19 could cause a global mental health crisis. Dr. Michael Yong, the head and senior consultant of psychiatry at Ng Fong General Hospital here in Singapore, joins us today to talk about the impact of COVID-19 on mental health. He says that no one will be spared from the mental health effects of COVID-19, though some people will suffer more than others. If you're experiencing increased levels of anxiety during this period, you're not alone. Dr. Young, who is also the Group Director of Psychological Medicine at the National University Health System, has been roped in to help fight COVID-19. He's now stationed at a dorm that houses more than 10,000 migrant workers, and he's agreed to join us to talk about his work at the dorm, how COVID-19 can take a toll on mental health and what you can do about it. Hi, Dr. Yong. Welcome to the program. Hi. Thank you for having me, Joyce. All right. So you've been stationed at the dorms for a month now, right? I think most people aren't familiar with what healthcare workers do there, apart from doing the swaps. Can you tell us a bit more about your work there? Right. I think in my case, it's kind of an interesting story because I think this was a case of putting a psychiatrist in charge of the medical aspects of managing quarantine dorm. So mm-hmm. I think it's a unique experience, uh. Yeah, so when we went there, when we first arrived at the dorm, our mission was not to look specifically at the psychological aspects of the workers. We were primarily there to manage the medical problems and also to screen these workers for COVID virus. But with time, actually, we saw that there was an increasing level of fear, anxiety, and even physical, non-specific physical symptoms that could be attributed to probably stress of these workers didn't know what was going on, right? They didn't know what was happening. So mm-hmm. I think the probably the communication didn't really get through to them. So we took time to explain to them the process and whether they were COVID positive or negative, how to manage their health, basic hygiene, and also to let them know that we are going to be there every day, that at any point in time, right, there is 24-hour coverage of medical services. They sort of became more relaxed after a couple of days, seeing the familiar faces. So I think the thing that I learned was that information, right, having the right information really helped in the initial stage to reduce the anxiety as well as whatever fears that they have. Because these people that were there, some of them, because they were put in isolation halls, right? Some of them didn't bring their phone, it wasn't charged. So there was the communication with the outside world was cut. So we had to provide some of these things, make sure that they get their phone charged and all that. So they can still continue to receive news and what's going on. But I think the credit has to be given to the dorm managers as well because they also would provide daily updates of what is going on and what is happening and the help that was available to the workers. So for my department, we actually stopped about 70 to 80% of our workload to focus on the dorms. Yeah, yeah. Why? Now, if you like what you're hearing so far, do subscribe to Health Check on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Now back to our conversation with Dr. Michael Yong, a senior consultant and the head of psychiatry at Ng Ting Fong General Hospital. So I wanted to ask you as well, also of the dorms, right? You know, there have been mm-hmm. reports of family violence cases going up, you know, anxiety cases, you know. What are some of the recent cases you've heard of and 
how is this uh, COVID-19 affecting the people here? Yeah, so I think you pointed out correctly that there is an increasing trend Mm -hmm. in terms of people with mental health issues, either with anxiety or fear or worry about the health or the health of the loved ones. You Mm -hmm. know, some have difficulty with uh, sleeping, concentrating. It's also due to the isolation factor. Like people are all mm. being homebound, right? Working from home. So there's a lot of interaction within the home itself that normally do not exist when people have the freedom to get out of the house. So mm-hmm. it puts a strain onto some of these relationships that exist in all this household. So you have spouses arguing more and then mm-hmm. I can speak in terms of like my own personal experience. <laughs> Definitely, my you see my wife getting more angsty mm. with the kids, lah. You know, with because homeschooling. Yeah. yeah, with the homeschooling, right? So yeah. there's a lot more yelling happening at home now than before we had the circuit breaker. Do you think so, you'll ease once the circuit breaker ends? Well, I'm hoping so. <laughs> I'm hoping so. I read in the Straits Times or or some news that Mm -hmm. they were talking about some lawyers were giving feedback that there were a lot more people inquiring about a divorce process and, you know, how to divorce their spouses and all that stuff. So, Mm -hmm. but in terms of the abuse cases or violence cases, right, Mm -hmm. that we have not really seen, at least at the hospital level, but we're not sure whether it's happening at home or not because... For those cases, some of them actually may not come forward and present themselves to the hospital. So we're not sure actually. I see. So what's your advice for, you know, those who are feeling very stressed during this period, you know? Couple things that you can do. Well, at least for me, right, one of the things Mm -hmm. that I do is there's so much news out there about the COVID, especially in the beginning, you hear about all these death rates going up and, you know, all the horrendous stories of like uh, in Italy, the bodies, they're just piling up and they couldn't even bury those bodies properly. So Mm. there is this worry that, oh, you know, is Singapore going to be like that? So just take a break from all these COVID stories, right? Take a break Mm -hmm. from social media, do something completely different. Watch a YouTube cat videos if you have to. (laughs) Do something different, no? Something which don't focus on COVID news for a while. Don't focus, Mm. yeah. Don't focus on COVID news, Take care of your own physical health. The thing about during this circuit breaker, I think many uh, are not really exercising. Myself included, so (laughs) yeah. So it's kind of hard. Some are actually just they're eating a lot more eating a lot more unhealthy yeah know, uh, tell me food, about it right yeah, <laughs> yeah you know so in the beginning i'm also one of those that would do a lot of stress eating right so we'll binge on all the junk food and everything so but after a while like oh, okay okay this is not good like no this is not it's not normal <laughs> so we just gotta improvise make do with what we have at home and connect la. I think mm-hmm. you have to continue to connect with other people your circle of friends the family members So like for me, even though I don't have any physical contact with my kids, I -hmm. still take time every day to, from a distance, I will chat with them, find out how their day is. So Mm -hmm. to make more effort uh, to do that. Yeah. People Mm -hmm. have to talk more. Right. Are there groups that we should be, you know, watching out for, like those who are more vulnerable? And then actually as an individual, how do you know at what point your stress is too much? Right. So... Those at higher risk, right, are usually the older adults, 
people in the older age group and mm-hmm. uh, people with disabilities if they're not getting the regular help right so you know this will be added stress people with pre-existing mental health conditions right like depression anxiety panic disorder those kind of things their condition may get worse during this covid 19 then for the younger population you know our children we also must watch their behaviors because mm-hmm. Some parents, right, actually freak out and they have a lot of negative emotions, like getting mm-hmm. angry and whatnot, and this can actually affect the kids. I see. Trickles down. But yeah. um, so for all these people who actually need a bit of help, what are the mental health services that are available? Uh, right now, we have the national care hotline that they mm-hmm. can call and people can actually go to the nearest like family service centre go to the polyclinic, their GP, mm-hmm. because we have a network of mental health services that mm-hmm. will know how to manage and whether those people need to be seen by a psychiatrist or a psychologist or just be sufficient enough to be managed by uh, counsellors. Yeah. Right. Thanks, Dr. Yong. Thanks for sharing today. Uh, most welcome. Well, that's a wrap for Health Check. That was Dr. Michael Yong, the Head of Psychiatry at Ng Teng Fong General Hospital. If you're feeling particularly stressed during this time and need emotional or psychological support, you can call the 24-hour National Care Hotline at 1-800-202-6868. We also have a list of helplines in the text accompanying this podcast. You can also visit the nearest family service centre or a polyclinic to get help for your mental health issues. Thank you very much for listening and do watch out for our next episode in two weeks' time. That was an SBH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.